Hey there, I'm Matt Walker, the host of the Choir Director Corner podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so excited you are here. Before we dive in, I want to tell you about a one-of-a-kind online resource for choir directors, and it's called the Choir Director Corner Community Membership. This membership was designed to give you the training, the resources, the support, and the community you need to be successful in your teaching. Inside the membership, you'll find online courses, which will help you polish your current skills, as well as learn some new strategies and techniques, a PDF resource library with over 50 PDFs and Google Docs that you can use in your daily teaching and workflows, monthly collaboration calls where you can ask questions, get feedback, and collaborate with choir directors just like you, and access to our recommended repertoire videos and repertoire lists. There's even a private Facebook group which gives you another place online to collaborate with other choir directors and ask questions. Being a choir director doesn't have to be a DIY endeavor. It's so much better when it's done together. So head on over to choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership and join us in the Choir Director Corner community membership. There's even a seven day free trial where you can get inside the membership and check it out. Again, that's choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership. All right, on with today's episode. And hello, my friends, and welcome to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. My name is Matt Walker. I am your host. Thanks so much for stopping by and joining me for today's episode. Well, this time of year, I see all sorts of posts, questions about what do I do with my choir the last couple weeks of school? I've finished our last concert and now I'm looking for ideas. So today on the podcast, I'm coming to you with 10 ideas for activities that you can do with your choirs at the end of the year. You got a little extra time, not quite sure what to do. Here are 10 quick ideas for you. Number one, and this seems kind of like an obvious one, but number one, rehearse some music. You're like, well, Matt, what do I rehearse? I've already finished our concerts. We're not really working towards a a performance. Well, that doesn't matter. Take music out from everything that you've done over the past year and just, uh, you know, set it all out and say, okay, someone pick a piece and let the singers in your choir pick out their favorite piece. And so it's kind of a a year in review, rehearsing some music. Maybe you could try out some new music. Maybe you've got some ideas for repertoire for next year. If you've got the sheet music, go ahead and sight read it and get feedback from your singers. Take that opportunity to get feedback. Or maybe you're just getting music out of your music library, some random pieces, and just giving your singers the opportunity to do some sight reading. And it's also an opportunity to get feedback from them as well on what they maybe like and maybe what they don't like as much. So 
go ahead and rehearse yeah you could even get a jump on music for next year do you have a concert next year where all the choirs are singing specific pieces of music well if you've got some extra time go ahead and start teaching those pieces now we do a veterans day concert and so here in this last week we've taken some time and we've got a couple of pieces that all the choirs sing and we're, we've started teaching those parts so it's going to be that much easier coming back in the fall, they're already going to be familiar with those pieces of music. So that's idea number one. Just rehearse some music. Number two, do a composition project. And this can be as simple as having your singers and your choir compose an eight measure melody as in uh, a sight reading example. Yeah, so then you could collect these and then you could sight read them as a group and have the group uh, pick out their favorites, you know, the most singable, the most interesting, right? You could also do a sort of an arranging project. So your singers could take a, a popular tune that they know and work in a small group and put together uh, a vocal arrangement, kind of a pentatonic style arrangement where they're mimicking the instruments. I did this one year. Uh, we did a mashup. It was uh, Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble and uh, Troublemaker by Ollie Murs. And we hashed it all out on the whiteboard as a group, right? And so it was just sort of some basic sort of phrasing and notation, but you don't even have to get into the notation part of it specifically. It's just having them working uh, to be able to sing these different parts. Yeah. So a composition project or an arranging project. That's something that many of our singers can really get behind because they can take a piece of music that they like and put together a vocal arrangement of it. Idea number three, do some team building activities. The end of the year is a great time to already start building that community for next year. Already start building those relationships and also giving them uh, an idea of the expectations, not just musical expectations, but how you like to run rehearsals. What is your expectation as far as students being independent musicians and taking responsibility for their own part, right? Not to mention building all these relationships uh, amongst the singers in your choir. So find some fun team building activities. That's a great way to uh, build community in your choir in looking towards next year. Number four, do a meme war. I've done this with my singers and boy, they had just a ton of fun. And, you know, you have to be willing to laugh at yourself a little bit, which I always say, hey, if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you really laugh at? Right. So give them the opportunity to uh, come up with memes based on funny things that have happened in choir, funny things that you say or funny things that you do. Um, I even said uh, I would pick out the, the best ones or my favorite ones and I would post them on uh, our choir department's social media. So that got them 
really uh, motivated to do good work on this. Now, and you obviously have to give them some parameters and everything must be appropriate and things like that. Um, but that is a great way to have some fun. And again, it's a great way of uh, building some community in your program, giving those singers an opportunity to poke a little fun at you, right? So that's number four. Number five, do some listening activities with choral music. Find some great recordings of choral music and have your singers listen. And then you just have them write down some brief comments. You can use a, a reflection form if you want to. You don't necessarily have to. I find if you do some sort of written form, they tend to be a little bit more attentive while they're supposed to be listening, especially if they know that they're going to be turning that in at the end of the hour. But really the most important I, the most valuable thing coming from this is uh, having a discussion. You know, what do they hear? What do they notice? Uh, what they what are they curious about? What do they have questions about? Yeah, what did they find interesting? And sort of just building this vocabulary about how to analyze and discuss music. That's a, uh, a wonderful learning objective. And it's something that we don't get a whole lot of time in the middle of our year to do as we're always working towards performances. So now that you've got some time, do some listening activities with your choir. So that's idea number five. Idea number six, do a unit on a specific topic related to singing in a choir. One of the things that um, I've introduced as part of our Choir Director Corner Community Membership is a unit on vocal technique where I created uh, several lessons, you know, short lessons that can be played inside of rehearsal and each lesson covers a different topic. So maybe it's on vocal technique. Um, maybe it's on Alexander technique, talking about posture, right? I've even seen things like yoga for singers or something like that. Yeah. So getting into a different topic, again, a topic that you might not have had uh, time normally to talk about, but that still relates to uh, singing, uh, whether it's vocal technique or some other concept. I think that's a great way to spend some time here at the end of the year. Taking advantage of this time, really making the most of every opportunity that we have with our singers. So that's idea number six. Do a teaching unit on a different topic, like vocal technique. Idea number seven, do a karaoke day. This is something that I've done multiple times with choirs and, you know, you can find all sorts of different karaoke tracks online uh, or just ask your singers. Chances are they know where to find them as well and having them come in and just having some fun, getting to sing some music that, uh, that they love, right? That they are familiar with and uh, something a little bit more contemporary. So, Karaoke day. That's a great way to uh, have some fun. And again, it's a way of building community in your program. Idea number eight, talk 
to a composer. We did this just recently. We performed a piece by Paul John Rudoy, and uh, I contacted him, and he was able to make it work in his schedule, and so we Zoomed in with him uh, in one of our classes. So we talked about the piece, but we also talked to him about what it's like, you know, making a living as a musician. You know, he's a composer, he's a conductor, he's a singer. And so it was a really uh, awesome, just an interesting conversation for my young singers to be able to get in and visit with him. And all it took was an email, right? Simply sending a composer an email and saying, hey, we sang this piece earlier this year. We'd really like to visit with you more about the piece and more about what you do. It's a great opportunity for our singers to see the possibilities of, um, you know, possibly being a, a composer or a professional musician in some form in the future. So that is idea number eight, talk to a composer. Number nine, work on solo literature. So if you have a soul, an ensemble contest, we have one of these that we do earlier on in the spring. Why not get a head start and teach them some solo literature or put them into small groups, you know, little chamber choirs, smaller ensembles and teaching them some repertoire as well. Get a head start on things like that. And then once you come back to that activity next year, you're going to be that much further ahead. So that is number nine. How about working on some solo literature? And finally, number 10 play some games. They don't have to be musical games. You could do all sorts of games. Again, building community within your choir. And if you want to do games, um, you know, do something like Music Jeopardy. I did uh, a Music Jeopardy game uh, around Halloween based on uh, all sorts of different questions as far as Halloween music and music from movies about Halloween and things like that. You could play solfege games. I created a game called The Choir Room is Lava. And all it is is a solfege game where our singers compete as teams and they work their way across this game board, which looks like a choir room, but of course it is covered in lava. And so there are different levels as far as the solfege examples, but they work together to then perform those solfege examples and move their way across the board. If you've ever seen the TV show, The uh, the Floor is Lava on Netflix, it's sort of a, a takeoff on that. But really, any sort of games, musical or non-musical, again, it's a great way to have some fun and build some community within your choir. Well, those are the 10 ideas that I have for you as far as activities to do with your choir at the end of the year. And if you don't want to reinvent the wheel, you want to save yourself some time, I have a ton of resources that will help you inside of the Choir Director Corner community membership. There are repertoire lists. So if you're looking for different pieces of music for your choir, you want something different for them to sight read at the end of the year, there are recommended repertoire lists. There are several projects that you can do uh, with your choirs. There's a composition project. Uh, there's the vocal technique unit that I mentioned. 
There are also several handouts for listening activities, and many of them already have links embedded in them, so you can use those specific pieces, or you can just go ahead and insert your own as well. And if you're looking for games, I mentioned The Choir Room is Lava. You can get a copy of that over on the website, choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash shop, and try that out with your singers and have some fun and do some soulfish practice as well. Well, that is it for today's episode, my friends. I hope you have found some inspiration and some great ideas for the end of your school year. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, keep being awesome, my friends. Are you looking for resources that will save you time and frustration? Want to dive deeper into topics related to your teaching? Then check out the Choir Director Corner Community Membership over at choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership. Mm-hmm.